we have special gifts that are here to minister to you today in the word and just to encourage you in the Lord. You know, our pastors are not just pastors. Uh, they're a blessing from the Lord, been sent on specific assignment to encourage us, to lift us up, and to point us in the way to go. Amen. Uh, Diane and I, we leave service and every, just about every Sunday. We say, how could it get any better? But the anointing, there is no limits to it. And our pastors have really stepped up into an anointing. And uh, God is really using them to be a blessing to this congregation. Let's give them a good hand as they come to minister to us this morning. sharing one okay uh, joseph if you do me a favor and just go grab me one of the tables that are in there that way you, you can you put your up there and i'll use the table you'll use the table okay Woo! this is loud oh um, that's okay he's gonna grab that i'm, I'm too short for that one <laughs> it like comes up here i know like, oh uh, glory to god what an honor to be here this amen. is awesome hallelujah thank you father this is um we this is our third year, I think. I think one year, one year we did it in February during yep. COVID. <laughs> we did the Thanksgiving in February. That was great. You know, um, Amen. Uh, just looking around at everyone. I want to welcome Joe Levine back. He's been serving at a ministry in Alabama. So Hallelujah. it's good to have Joe back. Thank you, Joseph. You know, just looking around um, this room, there's something that uh, I, I love seeing and talking about with Pastor Carla, um, you know, this morning, just um, how important community is. You know, everyone has a part to play within a community. And that's what we are citizens of heaven. So we're the community of heaven. But how important it is for for us to trust in the community we're in that's it and how yeah. much that we need each other and so if you see people that aren't here today i want to encourage you connect with them yes maybe just check on them if you didn't see them say or, or tell pastor phil or pastor diane you know i, I haven't seen so and so in a while it's important that we are the body and that we are are connected one to another because when you do that, that helps Annette and I fulfill our roles as pastors. Right. And, and so I, I love being here. I love spending time with you and because I, I see community. And, and so every month, this should be something that each one of you look forward to, not just because of you're going to hear a good word or have snacks or food or whatever it is, but the fact that you can be in community with each other. Amen. You should, every month, don't miss coming to an event because like, you need each other. Whether you realize it or not, you need each other. And, and it's important for us to be the body. Amen. Amen. Shall I let them be seated now? Yeah, they can sit. You can be, you can be they seated. They can do jumping jacks, maybe. <laughs> now, now, normally we dress a little little better than this. We usually do normally. a little more than, than T-shirts. But um, this morning we were out at the um, 
they now call it the Choctaw Stadium, but right. it's the old Ranger Stadium. And, and so we were there this morning. Our granddaughter is being delivered, and her pancreas is working at optim- optimal level. Um, but uh, in the natural, she was diagnosed uh, three years ago. Three. three years ago with type 1 diabetes. And, and so we were at a, an event this morning that raises funds for research in that and just going to su- support her. And so it was a good time. So we were up walking miles this morning. So, 5K. Yeah. And so, and so, we, uh, so we, uh, we, we, we came right from, from the stadium to here, pulled up, and then had a great, you know, after our walking, had a great meal. So. Great meal. Wasn't Amen. that good? Oh, hallelujah. All right. Who's going first? Well, I'll just uh, I'll let you start. Okay, <laughs> I'll start. Oh, it's so good to be back with y'all. Um, been praying about what the Lord would have us speak this morning, and I was telling Justin this actually started a few years ago, or a few years ago, a few weeks ago, probably about a month ago. We were um, praying before church. I'm looking around to see who was in there, but we were praying, and all of a sudden we started praying about going to another level, going to a higher level. And it just, you know, I love to pray that. And we love to pray that, Lord, take me to another level. Take me to another level in you, a greater revelation, greater knowledge of you, just a greater intimacy with you. And um, and as soon as we prayed that, I thought, you know, it doesn't just ha- happen automatically to go to another level. You know, we just wish we could It would be like, a, you know, you step up to an elevator and push the button you want to go to. Right. It would be so awesome just to push that button and you're there. But um, it's a growing thing. It's a it's an intentional, purposeful thing. It's something that's our responsibility. Um, I know we all know we're living in times where um, people need to to see the Lord. They need to know that he is real. And as I was studying out, because the one thing that the Lord told me to talk about this morning, and I was telling Justin, it was about joy. I can't get away from joy. Um, and, I, and I know y'all know about joy. It's not happiness. Happiness is, you know, it's, it's fleeting. It's happiness, I, I heard someone say, is like um, the surface of the lake or the river, you know, that's affected by everything. You know, a wind, a storm. And, it, you know, that's happiness. It's affected by um, circumstances, but joy is the current that is below. Joy is what's on the inside that cannot be touched by um, environment, weather, um, whatever's happening on the outside. And going to another level means we're going to have to be strong in our joy, <laughs> our joy, our peace, what's on the inside. We're not affected by you know, because you could be happy and then all of a sudden you're happy because you got a new car, you know, and it's like, it's awesome. It's a new car to you. And then all of a sudden you see your neighbor down the road got a nicer car. So then there goes your, your happiness, you know, or you're happy because you got a new outfit and then you walk into church and someone has the same outfit as you and you're like, uh, okay, so there goes your, you know, or it, you're, am I right though? Your happiness is it wanes dependent on the weather, dependent on anything, you know, a slow driver. Does that affect anybody besides Pastor Justin? I mean, me. Does that affect anybody? It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I've got joy. You can't take my joy. I've got joy, joy, joy. We should have sang that song. Okay. And even though joy is not, um, it's deeper, um, I'm going to tell you all a joke. I'm going to read a joke. 
to y'all. It's called the silent treatment. Those of y'all who are married know about this. We don't do this to no. each other at all. And just so you know, neither one of us knows what we're going to talk about today. Not so really. Just, just no. So, okay, here, the silent treatment. A man and his wife were having some problems at home and were giving each other the silent treatment. Suddenly, the man realized that the next day he would need his wife to wake him at 5 a.m. for an early morning business flight. So not wanting to be the first to break the silence and lose, he wrote on a piece of paper, please wake me at 5 a.m. He left it where he knew she would find it. The next morning, the man woke up only to discover it was 9 a.m. and he'd missed his flight. Furious. He was about to go and see why his wife hadn't wakened him when he noticed a piece of paper by the bed. The paper said, it's 5 a.m. Wake up. Uh, men are not equipped for these kind of contests. We're good. We're good. We're good. I love it. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, now, have, have you given me a silent treatment, treatment in 15 years? No, I've never so. given you the silent treatment. No. Yeah. You're not that lucky. Um, <laughs> I talk. But um, I was reading. How many of y'all are reading with our, you know, that little text that we get at 6 a.m. saying, we're now on Psalm 72. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't get past 30. I'm not one to just read. I like to read and I go back and read and I look over things. Well, I was reading in Psalms 30, 11, and it talked about being girded with joy. And I don't know, a few years ago, I talked about being girded and, um, there's whatever that word means. There's a lot of meanings. Um, girded with joy. One of the meanings is called prepared, or it says prepared for action. To be girded is to be prepared. Isn't that good? Yeah. Um, when you're girded with something, you put it close to you where it doesn't move or come off easily. Those of y'all who um, are women who wear spanks or anything like that. Girded. It, if you're girded with something... It's to keep it close. And I thought that was interesting that it said that we are to be girded with joy. Um, and, and it means to be prepared. I want to read that to you from Psalms 30. It's verse 11, but let me go to verse 10 and start there. It says, Hear, O Lord, have mercy and be gracious to me. O Lord, be my helper. He's crying out for God to be his helper. And he says, when and I know y'all know this, we cry out to God to be our helper. And all of a sudden it says, you have turned my mourning into dancing for me. You have put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Verse 12 says to the end that my tongue and my heart and everything glorious within me may sing praise to you and not be silent. You can't have joy. You can't have God's joy and be silent. You just can't. And he says, oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Yeah. I will give thanks to you forever. And that word joy in the Greek is charis um, or kara, sorry. And it's derived from the word charis, which is the Greek word for grace. And this is so important to remember because we can't have joy, supernatural joy without God's grace, without his ability. Because I know there's many of us in here who have gotten bad news at one point or another. And I'm talking bad news, not like, I don't know, we're not going to be able to go anywhere because we're snowed in. But that's going to shake, that could shake your joy or steal your joy. And we all know Dr. Savella's written a book about not allowing the devil to steal your joy. 
Um, but it is a supernatural thing, and it is something that we have to gird ourselves with. We have to um, determine that we are going to stay joyful. We're not going to let the enemy steal. And I want, I want to read this before I let Pastor take on. Because we are called to a higher level. We're called not to live by our emotions. We're going to hear things. And things are going to get worse. How many of y'all know that? Jesus said, he, he said, we will have trouble. It's going to happen. And we're not to live by our emotions. First Peter 5, 8 says we're to be sober-minded. We're supposed to be alert. We're not to be inebriated or overtaken by the things of the world or the things that you hear. Um, we have to be aware that there is a devil out there that is trying to ensnare us, is what the word says, to trip us up. Okay. And if he trips you up and if he steals your joy, he's taken your strength, right? right? Because we all know that the joy of the Lord is what? Our strength. And that in his presence is joy. Joy. Unspeakable. Joy unspeakable. Hallelujah. Well, I want y'all to remember this. That 1 Peter 2, 9 says, I love P words. I know y'all know that. Some of y'all know that. But... 1 Peter 2, 9 says, I am a chosen, peculiar people. I am picked, I am purified, I am a priest, prominent and royal, purposed by God to what? I mean, I, I bet y'all don't know this. What do priests do? Praise. But they're to point. Priests point. I want you to think about that. Priests point. They point you in the right direction. And we're called a royal priesthood. That's good. And if we're full of God's joy, if we have joy, we have the answers. We have peace. We have a position. We're called. We are called his royal priesthood. Do you all know that? You are, you are a priest. And we're called to point. Priest point. You can't point if you're full of emotion and overcome and overwhelmed by the things of the world. We can't be ruled by our emotion. We can't. We're not called to do that. Living in a higher level or living in a level that's above, we're people that we take the high road, right? We don't take the same road as everybody else does. We take the high road. We're called a royal people, a priesthood. We are prepared. We are girded with joy, girded with gladness. When the whole world is mourning, when the whole world is in sorrow, we know. We're, we know what we're called to. We're called to point. We're called to point to the one true God, right? Anytime God did anything in the, in the Bible, he said it was so that, what? So that they will know. Right. So that they will know who is the true God. Yeah. Who is the... And, and I'm, I know, I, I think I've told y'all this story. I had a boss. God bless her. Sandra um, Dillard. She's gone home um, actually a year ago. I didn't even know that. But um, she was my latest secular boss and um she hated god she hated god when i first started working for her she heard that i was a christian and when i first met her the very i mean literally i met her she stood in front of me and she was a big lady she was a big lady tall and she stood in front of me and she she said i heard you're a christian and i want you to know you will not talk about god in this office and she called him names. She said, you will not speak of him. I will not hear it. 
come out of your mouth. I thought, okay. Well, I didn't have to work with her very often because I'd come in when she was leaving and I worked at her desk and I would clean her desk. I would pray over her desk. I would, um, I came to work early. I stayed late. I did everything I was supposed to. Found out, I worked for her for three years. Found out um, she was taking my um, commission checks because one of the other workers that worked with her told me that she had said to her, I'm taking her checks. She doesn't even know it and thought it was, but I didn't do anything about it. I just worked harder. I sold more than, than I could sell. And, um, I didn't ever have to see her very much, but after three years we were closing, um, Dillard's travel was closing and we were cleaning up the office and I had to work with her that day. And, um, we'd gotten married since then. And, um, she knew I was a single mom, um, same desk we stood at and she looked at me she goes I want you to know something she goes I started listening to that smiley preacher on TV who's that Joel Osteen (laughs) she started listening to him and she gave her life to Jesus she gave her life to Jesus she but you know how she preceded that she said I've been watching you and I thought have you been watching me we don't even work together but She'd been talking to the other people. And she goes, I've heard about everything that you've gone through. And, and how you've, you've kept your head up. And you've followed God and stayed with God. You weren't angry with him after everything that you've gone through. And she said, and that made me start watching that smiley preacher to find out what is this all about. Like, how could you still have joy? How could you still have peace after everything that you've gone through? So she was curious to know. My life was pointing. We are living epistles. We are living, walking epistles. I am a living love letter. (laughs) You are a living love letter from God to others. And people are constantly reading you. What are you saying about God to others? And joy is something they're going to notice. Joy will completely always point to him. They'll either think you're crazy or they'll start figuring it out and going, what is it about you? What's wrong with you? What are you drinking? What are you taking? Jesus, the Holy Ghost, it's his grace, his grace, his grace, his grace, which is the power, right? Joy is a powerful force and it speaks of God's goodness. Amen. Amen. You know, and she she just really made a point there right at the end that joy is a force. Dr. Swell had a book called The Force of Joy. Oh, yeah. And so often we look at things like faith. We look at things like love. We look at things like patience as some sort of natural emotion. But mm-hmm. they're spiritual forces. Amen. It's the force of joy. Love is not a natural emotion it's a spiritual force. And just, I want you to close your eyes for a moment. And, um, and this is something, a lady back there named Joy Etheridge, raise your hand, Joy. She gave to me the other day on a word the Lord had given her. Just close your eyes, and I want you to, I want you to listen to this. And I feel instructed to read um, half of it. It says, Oh, my sweet children, there, there may be darkness around you, but I am the light. Mm-hmm. Reach out to me, my children. This darkness will not rule. Listen to my voice. I want to pour out my peace into your soul. I want to pour out a joy 
that is not like nothing you have known before. Oh, my children, I see your hearts. I hear your cries for peace in the nation. But I say to you, I will not be overcome. Rise up, rise up, my children, and rejoice in the joy of your salvation. Amen. Know that there's nothing too hard for me. The blackness of this world will not win. It is I. It is I that will win the world. Rest in me, O my children, and hear my voice. You are my chosen people. Father, we thank you for words of life. We receive that word into our heart as you gave it to joy. I thank you that we receive it. And we do rejoice in the joy of our salvation. That's right. Just just hold your hands up and just say I re- say I receive. I receive the joy. The joy of my salvation. Of my salvation. Thank you, Father. Ooh, glory to God. You know, in what the Lord had given me, um, first part of it is it really connects with this, and it's found in Proverbs thirteen, and it says this: "Hope deferred makes the heart sick." You know why would what would cause you to lose your joy? It would be because hope deferred. What is, a hope? what is hope? Hope is an expectation. It's because what you expected didn't happen. Or what's, what's happening isn't, isn't what um, you believe. Something's happening, but, but yet you don't know why that thing is happening or what's going on. So, so what happens, it gets you into a place of worry. It gets you into a place of, of fretting or it gets you into a place of, of, of doubt because something in the natural isn't happening like it should. So hope deferred makes the heart sick. Um, the other thing the Lord gave me was found in Joshua 14. And, and it says this, and this is I believe Caleb speaking. He says, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. And I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. And I was thinking about that. It said, this is what God had spoken this is what God had spoken through Moses. And here, Caleb is expecting this thing to happen. He's expecting that, hey, this is our land. This is our territory. This is what God's promises. This is what he's gifted us to do. This is what he's shown us. But yet, all the other people came back and it said what they shared with them, it said it caused everyone else's heart to melt. That lets me know is, is in, like Annette said, pointing. What, what does a priest do? They point to, what, to God's word. They point to, to God. They point to his presence. They point to who he is. And your life is speaking something. So here, your life can either speak something that will cause other people to complain, right. other people to doubt, yeah. other people to be sad, other people to be hopeless. But you could be like the Caleb that says, you know what? I'm going to hold on to the word of God. Yeah. I'm going to hold on to the word of God. I'm going to hold to the word. It doesn't matter what everyone else is saying. It doesn't matter what the world is saying. And that's what the Lord spoke through Joy Etheridge, that, that don't get your eyes on these things. I'm yes. the joy of your salvation, and I will pour out the joy of the Lord in your life and on your life. And so Caleb said, but you know what? I wholly followed the Lord. I wholly followed the Lord. And then it says, so Moses swore on that day saying, surely the land... Where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever. Surely. Mm-hmm. 
surely. Surely. Surely, no, without, a, without doubt. a doubt. Hallelujah. Surely, what God has spoken will come to pass. Amen. Surely. Amen. 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 Don't let go of your calling. Don't let go of your purpose. Don't let go of what God spoke to you um, uh, when you were a child. Don't let Amen. Him spoke to you. Don't let go of what He spoke to you when you were 18 years old. When you were 25 years of age. Don't let the enemy steal that because because of a time factor, because of an age factor. Because of a situation factor, because of what someone else did factor, because of your own mistakes factor, don't let the enemy steal these things. So, so the thing is, Caleb, could have, Caleb and Joshua could have been like everyone else and said, well, it's been, it's been another 40 years. It's been another 40 years. But Moses, he was holding on to surely. The land where your foot has trodden shall be your children's because, it says, because you wholly followed the Lord my God. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive as he said these 45 years. Ever since the Lord spoke his word to Moses. See, it goes back to what has God spoken it's not, it's not about what's happened. It's not about what other people are speaking. But what has God spoken? He kept me alive these 45 years. Ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, here I am this day. You know, I believe that if, if we hold to the word, there's things that I'm holding on the word to, and I believe I'll be able to say just like Joshua. <clears throat> As yet, I am, he said this, here I am this day. Here I am this day. It didn't ma- doesn't matter if it takes 10 years, if it takes 20 years. I will be able to say, here I am this day. Here I am this day. 85 years old, as yet, I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Amen. So where does, where does strength come from? Thank you, Father. So he says, I'm just as strong today as I was at 85 than I was at 40. Thank you, Father. I received that. Yes. Mm. Hallelujah. Your, day, your, your days aren't over. Your future's not over. Your Thank ministry you, is not over. Thank you, Lord. Amen. As yet I am strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war. That's it. Is anyone in here 85? Not yet. I mean, think about it. Think, imagine 85, and he says, and he's, he doesn't just say that I'm strong. He goes, I'm just as strong today for war. For war, yeah. For war. <laughs> We're not exempt. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> anyone, anyone 80 in here? 80. Hey, we yeah. some 80. <laughs> She's like, why are you pointing at me? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't raise her hand, but I pointed at her. <clears throat> Glory I'm, to God. 79. I'm not 79. 78, 77, 76, 75, 
See, it, it doesn't matter. The thing was is you, you, you have God on the inside of you. And, and I believe that you can be just as strong today for war. Because we have, we have an assignment against the enemy. Yeah, we have a sure. community reach. You have people to reach. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you are just as strong today as you were the day you got born again. Now, therefore, he says, the day that Moses sent me, just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war. Then it says this, and both for going out and for coming in. So I have strength for war. I have strength to go out and I have strength to come in. Now, therefore, I love this. Give me this mountain. I like that. Give me this mountain. Notice this. Of which the Lord spoke in that day. Wow. So I, I drove, drew, I circled, right I circled in that day and I drove up, I, I, I drew, drew an arrow all the way up to verse 7. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. What day was he talking about? The day that Moses spoke it when he was 40. Yeah. So, you know, why was he saying give him, give him this mountain? Because it was his. Yeah, you, when, when, they, when they went in and before he told them to spot the land, they had all the, the tribes of Israel. And they went in and they said, okay, now this is this, is, this, is this children of Israel. This is, this is from this lineage. This is Reuben's territory. This is Manasseh's. This is Ephraim's. This is, and they went around and said, this is your area. Why? Because it was rightfully his. This was his inheritance. And he was like, give me this mountain. Amen. Ultimately, he was saying, give me the word Give me what God said. Before I go any further, do you want to say anything? Yeah, that's so good. I believe he's, call, he's causing us or calling us to remember. Because I think a lot of us are there. We are there. You, may, you have to realize that you are there. What he spoke, he has accomplished. We miss it sometimes. You know? Yeah. Think you about know, it. Yeah, now, now faith is. Yeah. Faith is always present. You don't have faith for yesterday. Your faith that God, the measure of faith he placed on the inside of you is for now. Amen. Get, take time out of the way. You know, because, because ultimately, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So deferred is a, is a, is a time. Deferred is a time factor. Right. And we, I was having a conversation with some interns, and this is kind of a deep thought. I was having a conversation with some, some interns, and, and I'm not say I can prove this or, or whatever, but I asked them a question, and I said, so when did time begin? When did time begin? And I was like, and, and, and they were just like, what do you mean, when did time begin? And I was like, well, I guess when God created. And I said, well, you have to think about it. At that time when they created it, there wasn't, there wasn't seasons, Seasons didn't happen until Genesis 6 when, when, he, when he said Moses, he went to Noah and said, as long as the earth remained, there'll be seed, time, and harvest, summer and, we, summer and winter, cold and heat. There was, and all that is based on seasons, so that's based on time. I believe, that, and this is just kind of out of my spirit, and when time began is when God spoke and cursed the serpent. And he said, there's one coming, because all of a sudden God set a time frame that something was going to happen. And the moment that, that he spoke that, I believe time began because then it was like, 
but that's not, that's not, I'm not saying that's chapter and verse. I'm just saying, but, but the point is, is we get, we get overcome by this of time. We look at age as, is I guess my time's out because of a certain age, or I guess I missed my window or I missed this or that in hope deferred makes the heart sick. So you can, you can let go of promises because of time. Wow. But then the rest of the scripture says this. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a promise fulfilled is a tree of life. Another translation of that says, when hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. But a wish come true fills you with joy. When hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. But a wish come true fills you with joy. It's better to say this because... It says promises. When hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. But when promises come true, you'll be filled with joy. And then the next verse says this. He who despises the word will be destroyed. But he who fears the command will be rewarded. So taking it back to Joshua. Those that despise the word will be destroyed. What happened to that? You had the two spies and then the other 12. The, the, the 10 came back with yeah. an evil report. What happened is they despised the word. What happened? They were destroyed. But Joshua and Caleb feared the command. And what happened? They stepped into reward. That's right. <coughs> and Jesus is the word. Amen. He is the fulfillment of the word. Amen. And Jesus is my joy. Amen. We keep our Thank eyes you. on the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. As long as you have a word, you have hope. Amen. That's it. Don't let go of it. Get a word for your situation. Get a word for your life. Get a word for your purpose. Let it be your Get a word for your healing. Get a word for your family. Thank you, Lord. Get a word. And don't look at time. Don't look at any natural thing. Don't look at, like I said, your age, your mistakes, where you are, what's happening with your children. I've seen people not step into their purpose because of how their children are living. And they'll think, well, I'm, I'm not good enough because of this. I'm not good enough because of that. Mm-mm. Don't let the enemy steal your hope. That's right. Because as we hold on to that word like Caleb did, give us this mountain. Give us this mountain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Give us this mountain. Father, I thank you thank for you, your Lord. goodness and your yes. faithfulness. And I thank Amen. you for this community of believers yes, as connected together this morning. Thank you. you said in your word that iron sharpens iron, iron in the countenance of a friend. So I thank you that we are sharpened today because yes. we were within community. That's right. We were sharpened today because, because of our love one for another. Amen. And it being abounding in this place. We are sharpened Hallelujah. together today because yes. your presence is here. We're thank sharpened you, today because right. 
we opened up the word of God. We're it's sharpened good. today Glory because to we released Hallelujah. we released a, a word of encouragement from That's you. Right. We we are sharpened today yes. because because you have placed the fullness of your spirit <coughs> on the inside of us. I thank you for your anointing that's in this place right now. And I thank you for your anointing that is is awakening hearts, strengthening hearts, empowering lives. Thank you, Father, that the, that the, the that their end will be far greater than their beginning. I thank you, Lord, that what you began in each one of them will be fulfilled. I thank you, Father, that the enemy is under our feet. The enemy is 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 brought to nothing. And I thank you that your plan will prevail. Your purpose will prevail. So, Father, we run into your arms today. We run into your word today. And I thank you that we declare that our hope will not be deferred. But I thank you, Lord, that the promises of God. will be like a tree of life. I thank you that we are walking in the fruits of joy. We are walking in the strengths of joy. And I thank you as as Pastor Annette declared, the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's not not was our strength. It is our strength. Because I thank you that everything from heaven is now. We walk in the now that heaven has. We walk in the now that heaven has. The peace, the joy, the strength. Oh, we thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Just if you can get in circles of, of, uh, of five or six, however, and, and, and I want you to pray one for another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, for your presence here. Thank you for lighting a fire, Lord. Lighting a fire in every prayer circle right now. Lighting a fire. Lighting a strength. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. They're strengthened in their inner man. Thank you, Father, for the Spirit of the Lord in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you for the Spirit of the Lord. Rest upon them all their days. All their days. The Spirit of the Lord will be a force in them and through them. Thank you, Father. Heal what needs to be healed. Deliver what needs to be delivered. Strengthen what needs to be strengthened. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that their light shall break forth like the morning. Thank you that your healing shall spring forth speedily. That your righteousness shall go forth before them. And I thank you that the glory of the Lord shall be the rear guard. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let your peace that passes all understanding strengthen them. You are faithful. You are faithful. Father, we lift up Jim Gwen to you right now, Lord. And I just thank you for healing in his body. Strengthen his body. Thank you, Lord, that your presence is a quickening force. There's no distance 
in prayer. No distance in the anointing. But I thank you the anointing goes forth right now and is ministering life to him, ministering strength to his lungs. Thank you, Father. We love Patty to you, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, that Patty is whole from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. I thank you that her back is, is made stronger and stronger, that you're renewing nerves, muscles. Yes. Hallelujah in every way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Holy, holy, holy. You are faithful. You're faithful. You're faithful. Joy, 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 hallelujah, joy, joy, hallelujah, hallelujah, the word says joy unspeakable and full of glory, what is unspeakable joy like, joy unspeakable and full of glory. you, Father, for just a joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's to Thank be seen. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. You know, every, what I've learned, everything that comes from God through His Word has been given to us, yeah. but it has to be yielded to. Yeah. That's it. Always. Yield. Yield. Yield to everything. Yield. Yield to the Word of God. Caleb That's had right. to yield to the Word of God. That's right. Yield to his presence. Yeah. Yield to the joy. Yield to the faith. Yield to the strength. Yield. That's it. That's it. Pastor Annette and I have, Father, Pastor Annette and I have enjoyed our time with them today. And I thank you, Lord, that above anything else, they'll know that they're loved by you. Yes. They'll know that you have a plan for their life. Amen. They'll know that your promises are yes and amen. And that they will know, that they know, that they know that Annette and I love them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Do you have anything else, babe? You good? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Joy is overflow. Joy is overflow. Hallelujah. Yeah, I have one more scripture. You all can sit down. I have one more scripture. Thank you. Psalm 65. says you crown the year with your bounty and goodness and the tracks of your chariot wheels drip with fatness that's abundance verse 12 it says the luxuriant pastures in the uncultivated country drip with moisture and the hills gird themselves with joy the hills gird themselves with joy the meadows are clothed another word for girded with flocks the valleys are also covered with grain they shout for joy and sing together 
Joy speaks of prosperity. Joy speaks of abundance. Joy speaks of having everything. It's his presence. I see joy in this room. I see God's abundance. I see God's hand. (laughs) Hallelujah. Dripping with abundance. The hills guard themselves with joy and the meadows are clothed with flocks and the valleys are also covered with grain. That's fruit. That's fruit. That's abundance. Hallelujah. I pray that we see that, that you'll see that, that it'll be evident to you. There's no lack. There's no lack in him. There's no lack in him. Joy. When you have joy, do you realize that is a a declaration of victory (laughs) to your enemy? It's a battle cry. When you laugh, when you're joyous, it's a battle cry to the enemy that says, I'm not defeated. I've already won. You just don't know it yet. (laughs) You know? Hallelujah. Great abundance. I have everything I need in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You know, I encourage you that, you know, um, Annette and I can't make it every Sunday, but we do have uh, pre-service prayer every mm-hmm. Sunday morning from uh, 9 to 9.45. Uh, if you're not serving anywhere, I encourage you. You know, we always use help in the parking lot to different areas in the in the church. Your gifts are needed. And, and Your gifts are needed. And I want you to give a hand to Pastor Phil and Diane and their team for oh, making today a success. Awesome. And thank you for all the work they do and appreciate them. So. Amen. Give them a good hand. Praise God. The whole time that they were sharing the, the song just kept going off in my heart you know I've got the joy 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 down in my heart you know probably most of you started singing that when you were in, in children's church and stuff like that uh, but the truth of the matter is is we've got the joy it's one of the fruit of the spirit so you've got it when he came into your life he gave you everything that you needed amen and as we get older, in the natural way of looking at it, uh, the truth of the matter is, is you're eternal. He's eternal. And it never ends. We're still soldiers in the army of the Lord. There is no quit. Look at your neighbor and say, you can't quit. You're too valuable. You are too valuable to quit. Your gifts your talents, the quality in life. You know, you've already served the Lord for a number of years. And uh, the wisdom that you've gained from it, just the relational aspect of it. You know, I think about uh, my own personal life, where I'm at now and to where I was whenever I got born again when I was 21. It is just so different so different so much more knowledge so much more understanding of who he is what i possess in him 
and how valuable we are. We're his, we're his arms extended. We're his mouth peace. We're his eyes. You know, we have eyes of compassion. And whenever Jesus looked out at the crowd, many times it says he just was moved with compassion. He just, he couldn't help himself. And then whenever he saw the children being shunned, he said, no, 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 don't do that. Suffer the little children to come unto me. He said, because such is the kingdom of heaven. And you're that way too. You're very special. Diane and I love you. We appreciate all that you do to help make this a success. And you've definitely made it a success today just by you showing up. That's what brings the anointing into this room is you. Amen. Then we then we put a draw on the anointing of the giftings that stand before us. And then we get what heaven has for us. You're very special. Praise God.